Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. This is Max Pittman from Write For Me, and you're listening to another episode of the Business Ninjas podcast, where we meet the experts who are making things happen and scaling their businesses. And today we're talking about the Preferred Funding Group out of Chicago with Jill and Victoria. We're both funding specialists at Preferred Funding Group. Jill, Victoria, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So Preferred Funding Group, you guys are in the fund, uh, the lending space. Uh, the company's been around for about 13 years, so I'm definitely excited to see what you have going on at PFG, as you call it. Um, but for before we jump into the organization, uh, the Business Ninjas community is built of like entrepreneurs, executives, sales and marketing leaders, and people who are just interested to learn a little bit more about how People are growing and scaling their organizations as well. So we have a pretty broad ideal customer. Um, so as the funding specialists at PFG, uh, Jill, why don't you go ahead and start off and kind of tell our community a little bit about yourself, uh, your role, and then what are some of the things you're focused on? And then Victoria, uh, feel free to chime in after that. Great. Thank you. Sweet. So a little bit about me is I'm a mom of two little boys. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, my original background is in nursing. So I'm a registered nurse who worked in the hospital, um, super burnt out, wanted more for myself, wanted to see what else was out there. I come from a family of medical professionals in the nursing field. So I felt like that was kind of my destiny as well. Um, and although I do love nursing, it just wasn't providing me with enough financially and I was looking for more free time with my kids. So um, the owner of the company of Preferred Funding Group, I know from way back when and was very intrigued about what he does and gathered more information about what PFG is. And um, I was looking up for a little bit more, um, of, honestly, free time with my children. So that is what is provided here for me. And then more so helping people on the other spectrum rather than just being medical. So um, that's kind of how I got into being a funding specialist with Preferred Funding Group. And um, I've been here for about two years and I'm really loving it. Love it. That's great. Uh, kudos to you for transitioning industries. I, I know it's tough and a risk for sure. And what it, it, like. <laughs> it was a huge transition. Um, I knew nothing about the funding space. And like I said, my background has been medical since I was 18 and I'm 30 now. So um, learning something new was honestly liberating because it's just allowed me to see a brand new vision of what else there is out there. Definitely. Yeah. What about you, Victoria? What are you up to? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're focused on. Yeah, so I am um, a mom of two. I'm a single mom of two, a 15-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. And I kind of just fell into this job. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom since my kids were born. So all of the mom duties and the doctor's appointments and the school functions and the sports is pretty much all I knew. Um, unfortunately, not all relationships work out. And I went through a divorce about five years ago. And, uh, you know, watching my kids and realizing I do have a daughter that's growing up and, um, you know, a son as well, I wanted to kind of show them that mom's got this and I'm going to go out and start a career. So um, I, you know, was working from home, 
in kind of like a customer service management position and it just wasn't fulfilling anything for me. Um, I was miserable. I was at home all day long and it was just so repetitive, um, the same things every single day. So on a weird whim, um, somebody had posted, John's wife, Madeline, actually had posted something saying, hey, we're looking for people um, to work at PFG. We have a great environment. And I sent in my resume. Something told me, hey, I'm going to try this. And I came in and interviewed with John. And again, as like Jill, I had no clue what I was doing. And him and I sat here and talked and he pretty much said, listen, um, you have a great personality. The people that work in this office, I can teach you guys anything. And, you know, he called me later on that day and said, I'd love for you to start working here. And I've been here for about a year and a half. So um, best decision that I could have made. So as funding specialists, I'd love to kind of understand your roles as as funding specialists. Who are you working with? Like, what is what does that day-to-day look like? Just so I can understand a little bit more about the role itself. Sure. Um, as funding specialists, so, you know, our day is all about networking. What we do, you know, we don't buy cold call lists. We don't buy lead lists. Yeah. We go out and we make relationships with people to, everything we do is very people oriented. So I will be on LinkedIn just connecting with people. Um, you know, our ideal customers, anybody. Okay. What we do here is unsecured funding. So we partner up with different brokers, um, people in any kind of industry to get their clients or themselves working capital for their businesses. Um, So a day-to-day looks like for us is just literally networking with people. What kind of clients do you work with? How can we help you get working capital? Um, And just, you know, kind of talking to a little bit of everybody. Gotcha. Gotcha. When we work directly with clients, we're going through their credit. We're looking at what they're making each year because with us, we're leveraging their personal credit to get them business funding. Um, so we're doing underwriting and processing in-house and making sure that they qualify for what we offer. Got it. Yeah, I was going to ask. So like, tell me, I guess, a little bit about like the elevator pitch. You know, John brought you guys on. You guys were really interested in, in what he was doing and something that you could trust and someone that he needed you know, to bring, you know, it sounded like he was growing and scaling his team. So not to like not put you guys on the spot, um, but I know I've imagined pitching an idea on Shark Tank or, or being a shark myself rather. Uh, so I'd love it if you can kind of give me PFG's uh, elevator pitch. Like what, what problem does uh, PFG solve for your customers? I'm going to both go a little bit. Um, we pride ourselves in white glove customer service, first and foremost. Um, You know, we are very one-on-one with the clients that we work with. They know that, you know, Jill or myself will be calling you. We will be handling everything that you need. Um, We are there for you at any time of the day, um, on the weekend, if you have questions that you need answered. Um, On top of that, we also do something that other companies can't do. Um, We go above and beyond for our clients to get them exactly what they're looking for, um, to get them the max of what they are looking for. And we do our job as well. And to just kind of carry off of that, um, no other company can compete with us in the customer service realm. And that's for both clients and affiliates because 90, 95, 98% of our business is 
um, referral based. So our affiliates work with us because of how we do treat our clients. Um, you know, there's other companies out there that it's not a personalized experience or, you know, you don't feel like people are looking out for you. And that's really what we take pride in here is that, you know, we try to look for any option that we can help our client and help them figure out how we can get them to the next step that they're looking for. So um, most of our emphasis is put on the intangibles of customer service and the relationships that are built on customer service. For sure. Yeah, it makes sense. I've 95% of, you know, your net new or your business is, is referrals is, is really impressive for sure, which is, which is great to hear. Um, and I know you're also doing some outreach and trying to get in front of prospects. So like, who is like the, the target audience? Is it, you know, do they have to have a specific, you know, amount of revenue or, you know, located in the Chicagoland area? Like, what does that ideal person look like that you're either currently working with where you get those referrals? Um, or that you guys might be actually trying to find, you know, yourself as a net new prospect. Jill, if you want to kind of dive into that, it'd be helpful. So first and foremost, we work nationwide. So we don't have any restriction on where our client is based. Um, and that goes for even Alaska and Hawaii. So the client that we're looking for is wanting to expand their business or wanting to start up their business. And this could mean they need inventory. This could mean that they need a space to work in. This could mean um, that they need payroll capital. The limit doesn't exist on what the funds can be used for. What we make sure is that our clients can pay the funds back. So we take eight paper clients only, meaning they need to have a specific credit and income. Um, and then we go up to a certain amount in unsecured funding. So pretty much, you know, we're looking for a small business owner who wants to expand or get started with their business. Are you seeing any concentration of of customers in any one given industry? Like what I hear is that I feel like it may be even like someone trying to start an e-commerce business, trying to someone setting up a store that they, you know, they're trying to sell goods and services or products out of, or, you know, it could be a smaller software company. Like those are some of the companies that I'm necessarily hearing up front, but I don't know if you guys see any specific correlations between like if there's a you know concentration of companies in what any one given industry i really feel like it's so broad it's with broad. what we do just because we have the ability to work with anybody as long as they have the credentials so i mean franchises um i have a candy store right now that is looking to branch out um they might need some capital for you know, inventory for the store and things like that. Um, fix and flippers, yeah. realtors, um, people that own auto shops. It's just the fitness industry, the cannabis industry. And also I like to stress on the cannabis industry because they don't have a ton of working capital options because of that specific industry. And now with what we do with leveraging their personal credit to get them business lending, we're not necessarily looking at what the funds are going to be used for. Like I said, we're making sure that we're not over leveraging our clients and that they can pay it back. And when we say, you know, we can work with anybody, even clients that they themselves don't have the credentials, they can use their mom, they can use their dad, they can use their neighbor, brother, sister, somebody that's willing to essentially co-sign for them. We can also help. So it's, it's limitless. On top of what Joel said on, you know, using a co-signer, we also have ways for, you know, credit repair. 
we're associated with people that can help the clients get their credit on track to where they need to be to be able to get funded with us. So like how quickly can, can someone get started? It sounds like, you know, your service is a little bit of like a, a secret sauce. So, you know, why would customers like choose you over the competition? We don't have competition because we are the brand. Um, we're the only ones that do what we do and what we do well. You know, we've seen other brands pop up over the years that are one man imitators that don't do a fraction of what we do. Um, and that just goes back into, you know, our white glove customer service that goes back into if you don't qualify, a family member of yours might and we can get you the funding. Um, mm -hmm. You know, no industry restrictions on who we're working with. So people come to work with us because we have solid relationships. We provide great customer service. And again, nobody does what we do. You know, so what do you, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go. go I'm ahead. sorry. Um, there's other sources out there. There's SBA lending. There's other business lending out there. Um, the qualifications are huge for them. It's got to be a certain length of time in business. The business has to be bringing in a certain amount of money. Um, they only lend, you know, hey, if you want less than 200000 we're not touching it. Um, and then it takes 30, 60, 90 days to get an approval or to receive your funds. Sure. Whereas we have in-house underwriting, we can get a client pre-approved same day, uh, put into processing super easily. And seven to 16 business days, our clients are fully funded. Oh, shit. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Like I was trying to think, you know, how does this compare to, you know, maybe what my aunt is doing? She, she runs... Um, she runs a small business. They they focus on like um, large automotives uh, and and their their transmission specifically. So like repairing, rebuilding like the, these transmissions, which cost like thirty thousand dollars. And she went through a process of going through a bank, and it was a very long drawn out process. Sounds like this is this is a little bit more expedited kind of process without so many hoops or red tape to jump through. Okay, yep. I liked what you said before where you were like, "This is kind of like a secret sauce to." Yeah for an offer to people because really people go into business and think that they have a ton of options and that they can go and get a hundred, 200,000 to get going with something. But that's not the case. There aren't a ton of options and we are an alternative lending option to, you know, what the mainstream lending options are, which would be considered SBA. And that's yeah. the small business lending that, most people go for but like victoria said it can take up to 90 days to even receive an approval and or a denial um you know initially you might get pre-qualified for something and then go through 90 days of underwriting and it ends up that they don't even get the funds so that could be frustrating for people and i'll connect with people that are in the sba space and say look if you have clients that don't qualify send them my way because we'll be able to get them the funding Makes sense. Yeah, super smart way of uh, growing the, you know, you said you do networking, like it's a perfect way to network, <laughs> right? And have those back channels set up as well. That way you guys can be the first people people call. And so it's good to have like those strategic partnerships in place for sure. So it's what is the biggest challenge, you know, the company is facing, you know, been around for 13 years. You guys have been there both for a few years. Um, you know, I'm not sure the origin story behind that organization. That's probably a question a little bit, maybe for John, or if you want to dive into that just a little bit, does just to kind of correlate to maybe what's, what's going on in the business today that, that you, are, you guys are focused on solving for this year. 
uh, probably, yeah. The company, the company as a whole, um, you know, John was super young and he was with a group of people and, you know, they wanted to be successful. So the original plan was to be in real estate mm-hmm. um, until they realized we are broke. <laughs> we don't have any money for real estate. Um, and we're kids, essentially. So they started doing business credit cards, which we still do. Um, it's a stacking method to where we're able to get a client. You know, if they can get themselves a $20,000 business credit card, we can probably get them 80 or 100000 because the cards are stacked. Mm-hmm. They started doing that and they were like, holy cow, like this works. And there's a huge need for it everywhere. There, I mean, the, the world runs off of businesses. People need credit. People need money. Um, it didn't exist in the market anywhere else. So they were pushing this and pushing this. And then, you know, term loans came and it was like a game changer. Mm-hmm. They realized okay, we can do both of these things together. Um, you know, the bank started offering it. So it was like putting gas on a forest fire for them. It completely blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, John tells us all the time, he was working 18 hours a day just networking with people. You know, it it just became such a big thing and they became very successful in what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so kind of piggyback off that, what initially was them tried to do this credit card stacking was it was essentially for just real estate investors that was the one option that they knew that people could cash advance the cards and liquidate and um you know realize that all industries could benefit from it not just real estate so that's when we got more into franchising and also franchising is super underrated there is a huge need for capital for for franchisees, um, especially because they are startups. Yeah, you can do that. Um, but yeah, it, it it was a huge realization for them that this could benefit all industries, not just real estate. And like Victoria said, they were already massively successful with the credit card stacking. So adding the term loans on top of that, when those came out, and those came out just within the past seven or eight years, the banks started offering these term loans that again are unsecured so that means there's never going to be a lien against any real estate or investment property that you have it's strictly based on credit and income so they're offering these unsecured term loans to people who qualify again we're not over leveraging them they can prove that they'll pay them back easy peasy they have the money in a week and they're good to go so it just it added so much more success on what was already going on so how would franchises benefit? I know you mentioned uh, like that's a space that you went from, from like real estate now into franchise. Like how could a franchisee kind of benefit from what you're, what you're doing specifically? Well, a lot of them are startups. So again, going into business, you're a startup. There's no history to go and get a business loan. Franchises are a little bit different because say we'll take a major franchise. We'll say Chick-fil-A. You can see through history that, you know, these other franchises have been successful and blah, 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 blah. You can see the history. Uh, But a lot of them, you can't. And so there's no way to prove business revenue, whether they've been in the black or whatever, um, to go and get a business loan. And then again, off of what Victoria said, a lot of times SBA, they only want to lend to a, a 
a certain low a certain lower amount so they won't go under two or three hundred thousand and that's where we fill that gap because we can go as low as fifty thousand up to five hundred thousand um so again as a startup business this is a great option for people who don't qualify for a traditional business loan they can come and qualify with us uh, with franchises as well i've noticed um, a lot of people have a separate job from the franchise that they're going to open yeah. so they run these huge franchise expos and these are everyday people that are looking for either something to hand down to their kids or you know just something extra they're going to hire people they're going to get the franchise and they're going to run it from here but they're going to have their separate job that they go to every single day so they already have the credit they have the income to be able to go and say hey franchising is awesome i think that we can really make some good money that way if you go look at a different type of lending the lenders again want to see hey you need to be in business for two years um, you need to show us that you're making revenue. Again, that's where we come in of, hey, you're making money somewhere else to be able to help pay this while you open this franchise. Let's do it and let's help you open it. So part of what we do here at Right For Me is is content marketing company. And you, know, you mentioned referrals. You mentioned, you know, when they're new, you know, how, how you get in touch with them. Um, uh, you know, that your network as well, but for, with, from like a franchise perspective, like how, how do you know when new franchises are popping up? Like, what are you doing to find them? Or, you know, are you finding data or, you know, are you meeting people at conferences? Like what is, what is like the, like your ability to get in the door, like when they need that funding kind of right away? Well, back kind of to what Victoria said earlier, it's the networking. Okay. It's expos. There are actually okay. franchise specific expos that you can go to where people are announcing what kind of yeah. franchise they have or what they're looking for and stuff. Right. Um, it's also connecting with franchise consultants. That's a huge thing. And these people are directly in contact with franchisees and these people who want to get into business and stuff. So okay. that's a major focus of ours is to get connected with that franchise consultant or that franchise director and have an in with them to say, hey, look, I know you're partnered maybe with an SBA lender, but use us as well for those people that don't qualify with them. Makes sense. Yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we need to have uh, S's and reps the ability to to leverage our, our network as, as well as our book. <laughs> and with that, you know, we have a great affiliate program. So reaching out to these people saying, hey, look, work with us, but also become an affiliate with us yeah. a percentage for whatever your client gets funded and we can do business together. Yep. So I'd love to kind of understand where people can find you mentioned like expos coming up. Um, how do people get a hold of preferred funding group? You know, are you guys going to be out and, you know, any expos or conferences? Um, you know, I'd love to understand uh, from the outside perspective, how people can get a hold of you, the easiest way for them to find you. And also, you know, how could they also sign up and become an affiliate? I would say first and foremost, you could go to our website, www.preferredfundinggroup.com. You'll find everything and more in there. And then we have a, a whole funding consultant page where there's 17 of us. So you'll see each of our pictures. You can also pick which person you want to work directly with. Um, that would be the easiest way. Um, you can also look us up on LinkedIn, social media, run Instagram, Facebook. 
up yet. Um, just preferred funding group. Um, you know, our, our phone numbers are linked on everything that we do. Um, the affiliate program is really awesome for people to sign up for. We have in-house marketing that actually white labels marketing material for the people that we work with. So if Jill has somebody that's going to sign up, they send us their business logo. We make them marketing materials of what we do with their name on it, their phone number, their business logo, so that they're directly affiliated with us to work together. And they can sign up on the website? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Sign up on our website. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure to put links to all of that information in the in the description once we're once we're done here. And as we wrap things up, you know, I I, I want to give you two the opportunity to th have the floor for a minute. Is there anything else you'd like to share or you think our listeners need to know about you or PFG that that we haven't covered this far? And I'll, I'll toss that over to Jill first and then Victoria. Um, just that this is all about relationships for us, you know, more so than, than business related. We are definitely looking for long-term partnerships to have in place. Again, I just want to stress that we value the relationships that we have. Even if we're not able to help a client out, we're always seeking a way that can help make them better. Um, what is going to get them on the route and the path to get them what they're looking for. Um, and again, just really just how we can help our client in the best way. Yeah, I mean, I'll even say what Joel says. That's kind of our okay. family dynamic here. Yeah, we are one big family. Um, we all know everything about each other. We are together at work. We're together outside of work. And we kind of bring that type of relationship to our clients. You know, even after they get funded or, you know, I'll put somebody in processing and our processing team takes over, we always, Jill and I are huge. We're always like, follow up, follow up, because that lets our clients know that we actually do care about them besides the fact that we're just giving them money and then that's it. And they're safe. You know, we want to go by last night. Business is going just to check in, um, just so that they have that sense of, you know, they did the right thing by working with us and, you know, we're here if they need anything else. Yeah. We too definitely provide an essential service, uh, keeping the business world growing, uh, one one line of credit at a time. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Well, I appreciate you both being here. I really enjoyed the conversation. I, I definitely feel like I've learned a lot about both you, Jill and Victoria, and uh, preferred funding group. And definitely appreciate you being here and a part of the Business Ninjas podcast with us. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. And that wraps up another episode of the Business Ninjas podcast. Everyone have a great rest of the day. Thank you. Bye. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.